You know, if you've seen the Tom Cruise movie, Jack Reacher, both the first and the second movies that he did, you may have noticed one minor discrepancy if you've read the books. It's just a minor one, just a minor little thing. Tom Cruise is about five foot eight, and Jack Reacher is supposed to be six foot five, 250 pounds. I don't think Tom Cruise measures up, but he still did an amazing job in the role. To know that there was this discrepancy, you would have had to have read the book. Reading. Do you do it? Have you done it? When was the last time you picked up a book? These are some of the things we're going to talk about today. So stand by and get ready. Welcome to Todd Talks, where I help you design your best life. Not the life that I designed for you, but the life that you desire. Today, we're going to talk about how you can fill your brain with the information you need in order to live the life that you desire. There's a scene in one of my favorite movies, The Cutting Edge, where the main character is told by the female main character, why don't you read? And he said, lady, the last thing I had to read was the letter from the university canceling my scholarship. Why is it that so many people, are you one of them, don't read? Don't pick up a book. Don't ever sit and just enjoy the words flowing in to their brain through their eyes. I think it's a lost art form. I mean, think about it. How often do you pick up a book? You're inundated with the Amazon Kindle or the Kindle Fire or uh, tablets to read. You're listening to podcasts as opposed to, or books on tape as opposed to actually reading the books. Now, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. This is a good thing. You're stimulating your brain. But there is something to be said about turning a page, opening a book, and reading with your eyes. It stimulates your brain in a completely different way. Are you one of those like me that loves the smell of fresh books, loves the smell of a a library of books? I used to have like 3,000 books, but I got rid of probably 1,000 over the last few moves. But I love books. I've always loved books. As a kid, I remember I got in trouble in math class. Well, I got in trouble, period, because I wouldn't do my other work. I was doing my, I was reading. But then when we were doing reading challenges, I won every single time. In fact, I remember this one time the teacher had to actually not select me as the winner because I was like hundreds of minutes beyond the next highest person in the class as far as reading. And I'm not saying that to brag. I was a reclusive kid for for a little bit and it was kind of sad, but I'm not that way anymore. But (laughs) the thing is, the more you read, 
the more your vocabulary grows, the more your knowledge base grows. And so I'm going to cover some a series of reasons, a series of reasons why reading should be on your to-do list, your must-do list, if you want to design the life that you desire, because it is so good for so many things. And I'm taking some of these uh, straight out of a website called personalaccelerated.com. There's an article in here that talks about reading and why we should read more. And it fits so well with my thinking. So I'm going to steal some of the ideas and share them with you. First, reading is good for your brain. Joseph Addison penned a quote 300 years ago that says, reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. Today, you can get on medical devices and show how when you start reading, it stimulates all sorts of centers in your brain. And one of the fascinating things is that as you read, your mind and your imagination improve. They grow. And your ability to capture ideas and understand different topics increases Although I should say that it does matter what you're reading. Reading in general increases the imagination side of your brain. But what you read is very important because what you read will go into your brain and stay there. And so you want to be careful about what it is that you are putting into your mind because it will shape the character of your life, depending on what you read. So reading introduces new ideas and invites you to solve problems. I love a good mystery novel, don't you? Have you ever read a mystery or a crime novel and you've solved it halfway through the book, but you still have to wait for the author to solve it for you? But then when he solves it, it's kind of anticlimactic because you had already figured out the who done it. That's because as you read, your analytical mind increases and improves and it speeds up. One one of the things that I worry about in our in our society is that we don't do a lot of critical thinking. We don't do you? I know I try to. And I know I succumb to not doing a lot of critical thinking when I'm just zoning out in front of the TV or when I'm stuck on a topic and I don't look at both sides. I don't like getting into politics, but the case in point is basically everything about politics today. When you when you think about it, both sides, right and left, doesn't matter. Both sides tend to focus on their side only, and they're completely unimaginative. Do not take time to listen to another side. This is a detriment, and this is this is a problem, actually, in society if we don't learn to think critically and to be able to analyze different ideas then we become a closed-minded person. 
And a closed-minded person is not open to new ideas, is not open to seeing the world through different eyes, and is not open to the imagination that is required to have major innovation. All the major innovations came about from people studying and looking at the historical documents, studying the science that has gone before, studying the works of great authors, having their minds expanded, and then being able to think critically, analytically, and create something even better. I mean, think about the Wright brothers. When they decided to build an airplane, the only flying machines out there were gliders that had been around for a little while, but it was believed impossible, impossible to achieve powered flight. And yet they had done a lot of reading about engines and they studied different tech, uh, glider shapes and they took all the ideas and combined them, things that they had read and thought about combined them into a new project and got a working airplane for the first time ever. Creativity, your creativity increases the more you read. Reading also improves your conversational skills and makes you a better writer. All of us have challenges at times. We have challenges either in writing or we have challenges in speaking. You can usually tell where a person is from by the words they use. But you can also tell if a person is more educated also by the words they use. The words you use tell a lot about you. And the more you read, the greater your your vocabulary, the greater your useful vocabulary. You see, all of us have around 20,000 usable words in our vocabulary, even though the English language has, I believe, something like 700,000 words and growing. But we only use, on an average, 20 to 30,000 words. Well, when you read a lot, that average use of words doubles. And your comprehension goes through the roof. Now, I'm going to challenge a couple of paradigms here. When you read, and this is a true this is a true statement, when you read, it can strengthen your worldview and your convictions. That is, if you read only books that conform to your worldview, guess what? It's going to strengthen and empower those those views in such a way that that you will be strong in your stance. The only problem with that is that if you don't read opposing views, you may not be able to develop that critical thinking to see the pros and cons of your current view. Reading will improve that ability as you read 
books on lots of different topics, not just those books that conform to your worldview. Now, don't get your panties in a bunch on this topic, okay? You really should read both sides of an issue in order to understand it. You should. Reading increases your knowledge of history. See, reading can teach you historical politics, customs, cultures, economics, intelligence, intellect, culture. I think I already said culture. And here's the thing. History happened in the time and culture of its own time. History didn't occur with the same thoughts and thinking and morals of our time. And we shouldn't denigrate history just because we don't like the things that that we see when we read it. History is, and we should learn from it. It just is. You know, have you ever learned about the Navajo Indians? Really interesting. Maybe not just the Navajo, but most of the uh, American Indians. For a lo- for the longest time, they had, and I believe the Navajo, it's not a written language. It's a spoken language. And their entire history was taught through story. It was memorized and passed down from one person to another, to another, to another, all toward, told through story. When you use stories, it makes history easy to remember. Stories make it interesting. Personally, I do enjoy historical fiction because you learn the history, the facts, the dates, everything while relating to a family or a person in the in a story, even though they didn't maybe not maybe didn't exist. History increases your not history. Reading increases your cultural knowledge. You know, whenever we go to a different country, we take the time to get into the guidebooks, right? And the guidebooks, when we go someplace, it's pretty cool as we're going to see different things and you read about the the information about the place that you're going to see or the whether it be a city, a museum, uh, a park, an event. If it's in the guidebook and you read about it, you get a really cool cultural experience because then you can actually look at the site that you go see through different eyes. And I'm only saying this to show you that Reading doesn't just have to be fiction books or history books or whatever. There are so many different things that you can read, and it's important to actually just read. Now, here's a couple that you probably didn't know. One, reading reduces stress. I know one of the things that I like to do to unwind, and I don't do it often enough, is to just pick up a book and read because it helps me relax. It slows down your heart rate. It allows your body to calm, allows your mind to focus on one thing, and it stimulates that imaginative center of your brain. When you stimulate that imagination center of your brain, 
it can ease tension in your muscles and heart. And it's pretty cool the way that your body can can actually, you can even get excited just by the words as you're reading. Additionally, what do you do in school? You read. You're assigned topics. You're assigned books. You're assigned all sorts of things to read. And the reason is because reading increases your knowledge and knowledge is power. You've heard that before. Knowledge is power. The more you read, as we said, it improves your communication, your writing, your knowledge base, your imagination. Think of how all those skills can help you in your in your life. As you design the life that you want, pick books that will stimula- stimulate your brain in the areas of your interest. Read the books, read the self-help books, read the scriptures, read the books about topics that you want to learn more about. Read the language books. Read, read, read. Do you get my point? Read. As you read, it'll improve your life. It'll improve your mind. And it will help you learn how to develop and design the life that you desire. This has been Todd Talks, and I challenge you to pick up a book this week and read a book. Not listen to it, but actually read a book. Like I said, this has been Todd Talks, where I help you design the life that you desire. Todd Talks are available on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please leave us a five-star review if you like what you hear. Invite your friends, share, and as always, have a blessed day.